Hello and welcome to another episode of Loose Sprues, the podcast from Shieldwall Productions. We talk about anything and everything tabletop related, from miniatures, gameplay, and like that. And we've got actually kind of a special episode on this one. Before we get started, we've got myself, John. Brad. Nathan. And special guest from Epic Die Studio. Charlie. Yeah, so we're doing a little bit of a special episode. Like I said, we got an interview with a local commission painter. Um, so we'll start off with the questions right off the bat. Um, Charlie, want to explain kind of the general outline of what your business is and how it works? Uh, I will do models to a tabletop standard, mainly focusing on the 25 to 30 millimeter uh, standard range, kind of like your your 40K models, your uh, War Machine, um, and a little bit in between. I've had some people come to me with some Ral Parthos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll, I have two levels of painting. They're both what most people would call tabletop standard. And I try to get models done to the customers at a quick, efficient method, so that way they're playing the game quicker, not necessarily trying to have pieces of art on display. Yeah, and that I like that because that's actually what caught my, my eye when I was looking at your page, because our very own Austin actually went on a very lengthy rant about this when he came back from Adepticon, the tournament where people are playing playing with these just kind of just slapdash, not even fully painted miniatures, like holding people to a standard, it's like, well, even if you don't want to paint it yourself, there's still people out there, out there who will do it for you, and you don't have to pay out the nose for it. Right. Very true. Yes. I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that the, the hobby that we're in, these are, there are people out there that are much more skilled than I that can actually make art yes. out of these out of these little, you know, little army men. You know, give someone the old, cheap, green plastic army men from, you know, God knows how long ago, and I bet you they could turn them into a fantastic diorama representing the Vietnam War or something. Absolutely. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to have something on a table that looks nice and is more than just a sea of gray or a sea of pewter or something like that. And that's what I try to tell my customers. It's like, if you want to have a piece of art, there's someone much better than me that can do it for you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be paying out the butt for it. If you just yeah. want something to look nice on the table that your friends can go, hey, that's kind of cool. It's like, all right, that's you come to me for that. I'll be more than happy to take care of your stuff for that. Yeah, and that's definitely something I like out there in the form of commission painters because there are people who might not necessarily who want you know their centerpieces to look good, but the entire army's painted that like like Da Vinci level art style. It's like you don't know where to look. Right. But you've got the whole army that's you know tabletop quality looks good. And then you have like the big, the, the big stuff, the characters and like that. That's you know, division level. That kind of, that still fit in with the theme of the army. It works. Yes. Like it's kind of a synergy thing. I agree totally. That looks a lot better than raw plastic. Yes, that's yes. it. Yep. <laughs> or um, just primed like yeah, my crap. Yeah, the primed black shadow man army. Hey, the uh, the high fleet is still mostly gray. Yeah. <laughs> but there's bits of green in there. There you go. Yeah. So what got you into it? And that kind of inspired you to start uh, this commission work, this style of it. Uh, it was actually more more or less. It was more my my friends uh, also have a D and D group that I've been with for about 15, 20 years, and out of the group, I was the only one that did any type of painting on the models. And at one point, one of them was like, you know, hey, would you paint mine for me? You know, and, you know, and he, you know, ended up, he's like, hey, thanks, because you did this. He bought me something. He gave me, like, some of the little mamby-pamby gift. Yeah. And then at some point, someone was like, dude, you do decent enough work. You should get paid for doing it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, people do that. And then someday I, I came across YouTube, a YouTube channel, and I found... Uh, you know, through ver- looking through other various things, I came across blue table painting. I came across mini war gaming. I came across uh, beasts of war, and I was like, "Holy cow, there are people out there like me!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I was just like, "Okay, well, all right, I'll give it a shot." I mean, if people are willing, 
And, you know, my, yeah, granted my first customers were my friends in my, in my local groups, either yeah. playing D and D or, uh, the small group of friends that actually play the tabletop miniature games with me. Um, and then they were just like, Hey, you know, have you ever thought ever trying to go farther? And, you know, this year Adepticon 2017 was my first convention Yeah, and it was, it went, it went fantastic for me. So I was just like, all right, I want, I want, I want to see this go further. Yeah. It's not a full-time job for me yet. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be. I, I want to be. I would love to be the next mini wargaming or the next blue table painting without the drama. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I would. I would love to be one of those guys that people hear. Hey, Epic Die Studio is here. Or hey, I got worked on by you know Epic Die. I got worked on by Charlie or, or you know someone on this crew. And like they do really good work. You know, I. I the money is nice. The I had I had to say the accolades are probably the the coolest thing out of it, you mm-hmm. know, because like I look at my stuff and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, yeah. And then other people look at it and go, dude, that's awesome. And I'm like, that level of difference of enthusiasm yeah. mm-hmm. that sells me. That at least tells me that I'm I'm doing something right. I mean, I'll be my own worst critic, but as long as someone comes over and says, dude, that looks freaking cool, and that's very much being in it for the right reason. If you're not you know, not just being in it just for the money you're doing because like, you want to be like, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, Zach Wilde from Aquatine Nugget was like, no, it's about the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I thought it was about the music and the journey. <laughs> no, it's about the money. <laughs> it's about the money and the chicks. Yeah. Um, so you do the uh, tabletop level. Do you do any like sort of different tiers based on like price range or like that? Yes. I have two tiers. Um, my first, my level one is essentially uh, the dip method. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice mid-tone colors. Uh, nice and simple, and then I do the uh, typically the army painter quick shades, quick dip, dry them off, and then throw a uh, an anti shine on it. For those that don't know that it, the enamel dips are very very glossy, yeah. So an anti shine to bring it down and bring them normal. Poof, done. Here's your black base. You're done. Level two is more of the I guess what the average gamer would call the the serious tabletop, which is the whole I'm gonna put a, a dark base tone, a mid level layer. I'm gonna wash it. I'll put another, I'll re, I'll bring it back up to that mid-level, highlight it and whatever, um, dry brushing, edge highlighting, just to, just to be different than the dip. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. show a more, uh, a more gradual highlight instead of just mm-hmm. the whatever. Uh, also at level two, I will usually do some type of simple basing. And if request, I can do some facial details as long as the, um, model allows it. I've had, yeah. I've had, uh, a gentleman come to me with Malifaux. And I like Mal- I love the Malifaux <laughs> figures, but compared to 40K, where they the 40Ks, so... they're, they're so small. Mm-hmm. I understand the 40K models are much more, you know, heroic scale, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I got a fat model that I can paint a face on versus a really skinny model. I can barely see the fact that they actually gave him an eyebrow and on one, on the other side of the face is an eye patch. No, I'm not putting facial details <laughs> on that guy because it's going to look like he's been spooked by something. No. Oh, I, I know how you feel. The first time I bought a Malifaux kit, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be awesome. And I pulled it out of the box. Actually, it was uh, not this past Adepticon, yeah. the year before. I got my first crew, and I'm like, this is going to be, what the fuck? Yeah. Where are the instructions? Yeah. <laughs> One, where are the instructions? Two, I, I need a magnifying glass yeah. just, just to see, like... Does it have detail? I... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. Um, so based on that, do you 
are there like what size projects do you take? Is it like a minimum maximum? I will size? take anything from I have five figures to I have five little you know D and D figures I need done. Anything up to the largest I've done so far is a twenty five hundred point uh, Grey Knights army. So five models. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had about I, I had about um, thirty infantry. I think it's the Storm Raven. Yes, it is. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. remember uh, a Land Raider, which I magnetized uh, the gun sponsons. Nice. Um, nice. And uh, he had a. I want. I believe it was a Forge World librarian type model that he just wanted painted in Grey Knight's colors. So I was like, all right, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, granted, most of the most of the stuff that I'm painting is either my own. Mm-hmm. As far as army wide goes, but yeah. yeah, someone actually gave me a you know here's my twenty five hundred points of of gray knights. Could you paint these up for me? I'm like or sure. uh, here's uh, <laughs> yeah. here's a giant well, stack of here, here's a armor. wall of of things. Can, how how long will it take <laughs> yeah. you? Uh, for those of you wondering what listening is wondering why everyone's laughing is I just took a look at uh, my shelving unit and pile of things that need work like, so maximum off. size yeah. <laughs> this is maximum size I, order i have i have five armies of my own and i think only a quarter of each army has any paint on it so it's like i am <laughs> i feel so much better someone else that's like yes. me. I, I actually i enjoy painting other people's <laughs> models more than i like painting my own it's like i'll get inspired when i buy a new model um i got a when i when the tau first got revamped for seventh i got a riptide and i was like this thing is so cool. Put that sucker together and I painted them up probably within the first week that I got them. That's a really fast turnaround time. Yeah, I was just like, all right. I got, you know, six groups of 12 fireworks I could use painting. Yo, but I also have a raid in WoW I gotta go play right now. So. <laughs> is, is, isn't that the sad part, though? When yeah. it's your own army, you're just like... I don't you're want to you're, all you're so enthused. You're into it for a while, and then the paint scheme just you you hate that paint scheme. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a matter of your your own stuff makes it overwhelming, and everybody mm. else is like, oh yeah, this this guy's gonna love. It. He's gonna love what I, I let's take a picture. Do you like what I did? You did excellent. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Burn through ten more figs. Yeah, yeah. So, done. So speaking of, do you have like any sort of favorite kinds of projects you do for clients? Um, I would have to say the. I actually like the um, uh, special characters more than the grunts. Yeah. Granted, the grunts are much easier. And I can burn through much quicker. Right. But I actually, I, I, as much as I, as much as I joked about it, I like the idea of, hey, I just sent you an email based on based on your color scheme that you told me. Is this what you like? Yes. All right. Cool. And then I do another layer, and then like usually the next day I'll be like, okay, this is where I'm at, and it, part of my brain tells me. Dude, you're being a jerk. You're emailing this guy every single day. <laughs> and I'm like, I know I am, but he likes it. So um, Validation, validation, exactly. validation. Um, you, you have to feed that need. That... Yes. And it's and it's I I try to tell them I I've had I've had one customer so far that and I know it's all on it's all in my head. Believe me, if you're out if you actually listen to this, I'm not gonna say your name, but you know this. It's like I I emailed him every day until I got an answer. And I was just like, I'm sorry, but every other customer I had at least responded to me. If I emailed you at like noon, cause you know, I was at work or whatever. And I just, I had the information for you. It's like, please give me an answer by the time I get home from work. Cause otherwise I can't finish your project. I now have to go work on something else. And I feel bad that I can't, you know, you, right. you got the job before this other 
you took you hired me before this other guy and now i gotta go work on something else and i can't finish yours up i'm i if you've seen the account with ben affleck where he's like i gotta finish i gotta finish that's my mentality i need to finish whatever i'm working on now otherwise that's it's gonna bug me until like a, a splinter in my brain i'm just like yeah no answer my emails you know <laughs> why can't you answer me and then later on i'll get like i'll be like at one o'clock in the morning and my phone will chime what the hell now you're replying? <laughs> I'm not working now. Put the thing down. <laughs> you know? It's like, I, I would love for... I, it's one of those things I, I try to tell my customers, if I email you, please respond in a timely fashion because I don't like putting your stuff off. Right. I want to be done with it. Uh, but yeah, special characters the most because that to me is the... They're not, they don't necessarily need to be the heroes of the, of the game. Even though they technically are. Right. But because they have enough... They have more detail yes. than just the regular infantry. Right. And they're, of course, because it's a, it's a humanoid or alienish ish Xeno model, they at least have some kind of personality. It's bigger mm-hmm. than an infantryman, and it's smaller than a vehicle because it's a tank. It doesn't need personality. It's got guns. Um, <laughs> you know, give Life me... advice, kids. You don't need personality if you've got guns. That's right. <laughs> talk to your grandpa. He knows. NRA. <laughs> Woo! Um... But yeah, the uh, USA, USA, it's America. Um, but yeah, give me give me something that has a little bit of character, not too heavy. I hate the uber busy, for lack of a better, the the models that have just so much stuff on it. It just wait like as much as the model is cool. So, so I they, hate they Belisarius put... Call. Oh, okay. that model has got way too much going on that you can't tell front from back. You can't, you know. I understand you're half cyborg or. 75% cyborg. I don't care. Turn the volume down on the amount of crap that you <laughs> threw on that model. Trip it is to that are people who put like everything on the model. Yes. Yes. I like every claw. Pouches, grenades, yeah. extra ammo. It's like It's like well, you know, so you know these are just you <laughs> know, call it, like, it looks cool or whatever you want to call it. It, does. it looks just, cool, but <laughs> But when but it comes time, to, after but when it comes point, time to paint it, you're just like, "Why did I do this?" You get, you get wrapped up. You're like, "I want him to look cool. I want his purity seals. I want his. I want his pouches. I want this. I want that." You build it, and then it goes time to paint it, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Right, and you can't oh. now. You can't reach certain areas, mm-hmm. or it's just like, "Well, now that's gonna that's already gonna look sloppy." I'm gonna have to like put multiple layers of sealant just to do the, the little save point or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, just so that way it's like, yeah, I don't want to screw up what I already did. What part are you working on? Just the face. You know? <laughs> I had to put three layers of sealant just so that way I could do the guy's helmet because it's got the little ear jack or it's got the little, you know, mohawk or whatever. It's like... Or because he's got just that tiny little scar. It's just like... Yeah. <sighs> yes. Um, so kind of skipped ahead in that as far as, like, average turnaround time and like that, but going back to favorite uh, projects, do you have any, any, like, all-time favorites that you've done for clients that, like, stand out to you that you've done? Um... Not past, particularly. Not I like I like just about everything I've. Um, I will say, I don't. What I don't like is I don't like mo- I don't like board games that come with models. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the game? Uh, there was a game called Scythe. I think that came out last year. It was a, yeah. a, a Kickstarter for last year. Yeah. A uh, very nice gentleman came to me, uh, found me through Facebook, and I painted up his models. And I when I saw them, I was like, I'm like, oh, cool. They're, they're making board games with models. That's kind of cool. Um, there's very there's very little detail on most of those models mm-hmm. compared to what we are used to. Yeah, compared to war games. Yes, and I felt really bad that I can't 
there's nothing I could do to make it any more for like 40k ish or war machine-ish. There just there wasn't enough to work with. So it was basically like, yeah, here's a skin tone, here's a wash. There's a little button of a nose there. Okay, I'm going to do one little dot of a brighter skin tone. There really wasn't much to work with. It didn't take paint or primer well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a matter of, like, I I appreciate that people want to have nice-looking models for certain board games, but right. un- unless it's by a very, like, a legitimate company, like I know, like, Zombicide has mm-hmm. some really nice-looking models. Oh, yeah. uh, Walking Dead has good, has good models. Yeah. Um, but in general, it's like if you're if you just happen to have a board game that has that happens to have models, more than likely I'll turn those down because it's like and I granted I will at least I'll at least you know say hey I'll look at them, but I'm not gonna I don't want to get someone's hopes up and go yeah let me look at them and I'll probably do it It'll be more like let me look at them and I'll probably not right but you know yeah because I've seen that because I have uh, recently bought Star Wars Imperial Assault. Okay. I mean, looking at them, they're they're much smaller scale than 40k. You're looking at it, it's like okay, they're all all the pieces are gray. I'm like, it'd be cool to see them painted. And I mean, I've seen on just <clears throat> trying to look for the actual models themselves, just for like the upgrade kits and stuff like that online. I've seen people who have painted them, and it looks just like the Star Wars universe. I'm like, how? How in the right. world did you? Do that? <laughs> I'm like, I paint, and I can't even like figure out how i would do it <laughs> right there's just there's just certain scales where you look at it and you're just like uh-uh. no i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna bother trying and i've even painted those like 160 second like world war ii like they're like a couple millimeters tall i've painted those and put a german p camouflage on one why would you do that to yourself because <laughs> i wanted something accurate <laughs> <laughs> And I learned a very hard lesson with my grand my grandmother's um, like the jeweler's glasses because uh-huh. she had a set because she always did uh, ceramics and stuff like that. That's where I learned how to paint okay. from her. But I had to use that on that thing, and even then, that was like I'm literally dipping the point of the brush. So I get what you're coming from. I was like jeweler's glasses the little even smaller one i'm using one eye i look like a pirate and i'm like oh, i gotta get the dot just Damn it, oh I thank god okay. okay now okay okay uh, do, do i have enough paint okay oh fuck that's on his belt Shit. <laughs> oh that's it i quit i'm done with this ah rage quit i'm butthurt you know? Exactly. Fast forward to later that afternoon. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll give him another try. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Try on a different model, and I'll come back to the one that got okay, messed okay. up. Okay. Okay. If I just put a little dab of black. Okay, his belt's fixed. All right. Let's let's do the the the, the gray gig. Uh, God damn it! It's on his yeah. helmet. <laughs> uh, so as far as uh, project turnaround time, like, is there any like average project turnaround time, or is it very much based it, it, on? It varies. Um, I do have a day job, so right. it's kind of it's like I come home from work. I have to have dinner. I have pets. I have to take care of. You know, other life chores that need to right. be done. Um, I I tend to not promise any type of turnaround time. Okay. I do my best to contact the customer when I am beginning their project. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I've been lucky that most of the projects, like I've, like I've been, you know, the joke being the elite army, there was only five models anyway. Um, yeah, I haven't had a giant horde army that I've had to do, <laughs> um, but I do have repeat customers that have come back to me with, more smaller projects to continue the same theme that mm-hmm. I did with previous ones. Gotcha. Um, I would say probably the longest I've taken was 
two months only because of the fact that, A, there were no magnets available at my local game store, so I had to eBay it. <laughs> and secondly, um, the piece I, I was putting, it was a Malifaux model, and the, the, yeah, it was one of those, the, the head came in three pieces. The neck was on the torso, then there's a face, and then there's a hat. And you put all three together, and oh, then you have a head. But why? Yeah, I don't get it either. And I was dry-fitting the face part to the the torso part to see how it was supposed to like lean up and i had it in a set of tweezers and i adjusted my grip or something and pew that little oh, piece shit. of plastic went shooting somewhere across oh. my work area and i'm like i'm never gonna find that <laughs> i am never gonna find that so i contacted weird miniatures and i had to go through them to try to get that bit uh, mm-hmm. So it took a while to get that back on top of the fact that I needed magnets. So it was like, yeah, I told the customer about it, what happened. He was very, very cool with it. Um, so, but yeah, that's, I, I, in general, I don't try to give a, I, I, I let people know ahead of time, hey, I, this is not my full-time job. I cannot put 100% of my time behind this. Right. Um, but I will, I will do my best to keep as much constant contact with you to let you know how I'm working on your project yeah. and how your project is coming along. So do you often build the models too for your customers or is it just i can do both i will Mm -hmm. do both there is a slight charge for assembly Mm -hmm. um most of my clients have given me Mm pre-assembled some of you have been pre-primed and you know i've been able to burn through them quicker for that way but otherwise yeah i'll assemble it i'll do it i'll go either way um assembly has a small charge magnetization is a small charge and typically i'll only do magnetization if the model allows it if you give me I've, i've had people come to me going i want a squad of here's my 10 imperial guard i want them magnetized so that way if i want the flamer in the unit i can have a flamer if i want the plasma i can have the plasma it's like then go buy another squad of 10 and just build three guys specifically you're gonna need more guardsmen anyway <laughs> don't pl- try to magnetize every single hand that's just no. silly and i'm gonna charge you up the butt for it <laughs> no I am not i am not that don't make me that guy you know no <laughs> I, i've seen people do that with like their whole, in this case, the whole Legion army. All the yards of magnetized. Why? Yeah, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, why Why punish yourself? Especially when you already have 120 Mark IV. Do you need the body magnetized? You've got at least one of every weapon. Yeah. yeah. And especially with, like you brought up with guardsmen too, it's... You're going to need more anyway. Yeah. A squad of 10 is not going to survive, you know, the first round of shooting. Right. Doesn't matter if it has a flamer, a plasma, or a melta. Someone's gonna die, and more than likely, I bet it you will be all ten. And, yes, and especially the, in the new edition, they're gonna run, and that guy's gonna be dead anyway. The only model that actually has the same life expectancy as its um, lore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the nice part about the guard is you'll never die alone. <laughs> Very true. Unless you run your commissar, in which case only one dies. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, thankfully, I was like, cool, commissar in the area. Five guys run. Nope, only one does. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to run. Commissar shot him. Yes. Yep. The rest of them decided, hey, we'll take our chance with the enemy. The only might kill us. Yes. Yeah, so um, all that aside, how long have you been into tabletop miniatures as a home? Uh, I got started. The first actual game, the, like a real tabletop war game that I played was Battletech. Way, way, way back when. Uh, what got me into... This is and this is one of those things when I told my friends I was going to do do this podcast. The one story that kept coming back to my brain that no one believed me except the friend that started it with me. <laughs> uh, 
teenager, still played with G.I. Joes, proud of it nowadays. And I'm, yeah! I'm cool yeah. okay, I grew up in the 80s. I was a high, a high school graduate in 93. It was not cool to have toys during that time, where nowadays it's very cool to be a collector. I had my G.I. Joes up until my 25th birthday. Um, I'm 31 and I still have all my G.I. Joes. I'm so jealous. You suck. <laughs> and I, I, I had a toys. garage sale to try to sell them off because I needed the money. And then I just went to the Goodwill and I was like, here, take them away. And then later I was just like, I got rid of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Um, yeah, but, I still have all of that packed away. You so suck. I'm just so upset with you right now. Still wanting to like bring them out and play with them because I've never grown up. Yeah. <laughs> there was a uh, there was a board game. I think it was called it was it was by Leading Edge Games, and it was the board game based off of the movie Aliens. Okay. Okay. Oh. Um, and it was a very it was uh, one of those games that you had the little plastic clips that you held a little cardboard punch out picture oh, yeah. of the actors or whatever, and the whole you got to play through. Um, the scene where they go to try to find the find the colonists. You get to play through the scene where they're running through the um, towards the end after the operation gets invaded. They go through those tunnels with Newt, and in the final scene you actually have Ripley in a power loader versus the Queen. Um, my friend and I, you know, it was, it was all based on a D10 roll, and the stat cards had everything you needed. Well, at some point, I convinced my friend to draw a picture of an alien because he was the artist amongst us. He drew a very good alien picture, had his dad take the picture to his work to make a hundred photocopies of it, which then got, we then pasted onto pieces of cardboard and made stands so that the aliens were the proper scale to the G.I. Joes. So instead of playing on the board, we had G.I. Joes on the floor that we were rolling dice for, for stats to kill these aliens, just like the Marines on the board game. Um, that I think is technically the first time rolling dice for results besides, Uh you know, playing like a board game. Right. Um, an actual, the, but the actual first war game I played was Battletech followed closely by, uh, 40k second edition. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I was working at, uh, you're probably too young to know. There was a store in Arlington Heights called Gamers Paradise. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, I got a part-time job there. Uh, and one of, you know, I, one of my first days there, I get a call saying, hey, is such and such in? And I'm like, well, what is this? And, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, they're back in the corner. And I look, and that's where all the 40K stuff was. Necromunda had just come out and all this other stuff. And I was just like, well, what is that? And they're like, you don't know what that is? And I'm like, no. If you work here, you're going to play it. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, was a, I was a video gamer at that time. Uh-huh. I was still playing Nintendo and whatever. I wasn't playing miniature games. And I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they showed me the demo, and I was just like, Okay, must have. First paycheck, gone. <laughs> 40K box set, Necromunda box set, and a whole bunch of blisters later. And then it's just like, yeah, guess what? When the Sisters of Battle first came out uh, for like second edition, third edition, and I was just like, uh, yeah, my wife plays these games at the time. And I was just like, you want an army? They got nuns with guns. And she's like, oh, that sounds so cool. So we bought a whole crap ton of, back in the day, it was Pewter Sisters, which is still, yeah, still to, in today's day, it's still Pewter Sisters. <laughs> what the hell, GW? The same models. Yeah, the exact same models. Yes. With, with a couple that were switched to resin. And, I yeah, mean, nowadays, yes. Most still, I know, that's most, what I'm saying. Yeah. Only a few. Yeah. yeah. Like, two. <laughs> but yeah, and it was just and like two whole, a whole ton of models that never got painted at the time. It was just like, yeah, cool. You know, I still remember the Tyranid Screw You. We called it the Tyranid Screw You table. And the old Codex was basically every unit that was on the table when you fought against Tyranids, you had to roll for a die. And whatever you rolled, there was something that negatively affected that unit for the entire game. 
And it was just like, <laughs> that's awesome! Kids, and then, if you're listening, this is what drug addiction sounds that's like. That's right. <laughs> it was great. It was great. And we loved it. We loved it. Who needs, you know... It's called plastic crack for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs rolling 30 dice? No, I want Which my... Which is funny that you mentioned that. take forever. One of, the, one of the young bucks we were playing today, his dad is getting into it with him. Uh-huh. And we had made... I had actually made that joke to him because we were talking about that. It's just like... We were explaining to the dad while we were running away from the game we're playing, just, you know, walking over, talking to friends. He's like, yeah, this this gets pretty addictive, apparently. You know, I bought the starter set, and now I'm buying him more tanks. And Mistakes will be made, and, and, sir. And, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm looking at getting more, and that's when me and one of our other buddies, I think it may have been Sawyer or it was uh. Chris. I can't remember who. We're sitting there, and we're like, I look at him, and I'm like, hey, that's why we call it plastic crack. You know, get your that's kids right. into this. They they won't have money they, for yeah, drugs. Have, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All their money will be blown on plastic crack. You don't have to worry about them doing real crack. Yeah. No, but they did. But you could. You might have to worry about them selling it because you need that kind of income to support this hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. As long as the supply you're not using. <laughs> yeah, they'll be clean, clean as a whistle. They'll be destroying their school base. <laughs> but they'll technically hold moral sea level. No, no, because they don't want to do it to their classmates because they need people to play against. That's true. It's true. Go to the rival school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, well, so they just have like Warhammer teams at school. I mean, this yeah, them, like still, that would have been, been so much cooler in my high school. So much more fun. Don't have awesome. to worry about the jocks picking on the nerds. Then it's like the Imperials picking on the chaos players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Those players just being weird in the corner. <laughs> we don't like them. They're the Griblies. Fucking night feared bastards. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and your sky skimmer shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dandelion eaters. <laughs> so what's the, like, as far as your tabletop history goes, like what's, what was the, what was your first model other than like, like first like 40k uh, model? The first model I ever, I ever owned was, like I said, the, was probably the 40k box set, which yeah. was uh, just regular space Marines, plastic orcs and Gretchen. And it was the standard, you know, the Marines were essentially just standing there with pegs at the elbows and it was just a bolter that got glued across the chest. The Gretchen were all just sitting there with auto guns. Orcs maybe had to glue a, uh, glue a hand on that was holding a close combat weapon at the time. Yeah. Um, the first model I ever painted was a Rel Partha miniature for Shadowrun that were basically just like detectives. Yeah. I still have them, and the paint is just like totally glooped on. It's just <laughs> it's. Yeah, absolutely it's, not. It's the definition what... of that thin your paints video, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and then the actual, the first 40k model that I painted was Mephiston, because Blood Angels oh, nice. was my army at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it was just like I was my first fully completed army. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, it's vampires. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's vampires. And then you know, Twilight had to ruin that for me. So, but that's okay. That's what uh, that's what makes playing Blood Angels versus Space Wolves fun. But see, now I'm a Space Wolves player. Because I got, actually, because I, I mentioned to you guys earlier that I played Tau. It's like, I got five armies at home. So it's like, I got Tau, I got Imperial Guard, I got Dark Eldar, I got Space Wolves, and I got Bugs. I just, I don't, I have the 40k, like you said, 40k crack, plastic crack on all different types of armies. That's what I want. Any time, any damn day I could just change this be, I want to play this. It's fun that way. It yeah. is. Yeah. And also, help, in my opinion, it helps bring other people in because it's just a matter of, I've already spent the money. Mm-hmm. I was like, here, try here, this army. Yeah, I got something. I got a variety of stuff here's that you can try to play with. Here's some, here's some <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, first time's always free. Mm-hmm. After that, you get to pay the peanut. Yeah. Well, that answers all, most of the questions I had in the roster here. <laughs> um, I'm just that good. 
go on to battle size then. Like, do you have any sort of specific size or style of battle you like to fight typically? I prefer, I actually prefer smaller games. Just that way, I can get more games done in a day. Um, I would, I, I generally stick around like the fifteen hundred to eighteen fifty. Um, I'm not really a, uh, I'm more of a casual gamer in general than yeah. a competitive player. So I don't build armies to go. Yeah, I want, I want this synergy, this synergy. So I kill you in turn two. I'm gonna table you. No, I'm, I'm definitely wanna. Yeah, let's play this. Everyone else says it sucks. I'm going to play it anyway. I don't care. I bought the model. Why would I not? I already spent the money on it. Why would I then just put mm-hmm. it in a container just to gather dust? Yeah. No. Everyone says it sucks, but people also say water is wet. Might as well check. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I try to stay within I try to stay within those boundaries so I can at least, if I can get one game of 40K in with one person, like later in the day, I can you know grab some dinner, go to somebody else's house, and get maybe a game of War Machine in. Nice. Or yeah. something. Fair anything enough. that's anything I, I I appreciate what Apocalypse is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not understand the desire to play it. It's just a matter of there's just too much, takes too long. But that's again, it's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Bite me. So, I mean, the the good part about Apocalypse, if you have the right group of people, some like when you're talking big games like that, it's really dependent on the people you play. Yeah, I would agree. I would if totally you agree. Get people that are just so annoying that you want to stab them in the throat with your model. Hey, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. What, what, my turn is annoying you? Let's not talk about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the fact that it's like when I, I think it was, it might have been for six, but whenever they, they, when they republished Apocalypse and they came out with the giganto like 15 inch diameter circular template yep. and the big, plate. <laughs> right to me that was a matter of like okay this game is meant for things to die uh-huh. you're yes. not you're not playing this to necessarily win no. you're playing to see things get blown up yes and i get it yes or but you're again playing just, for pure if, victory if, if, yeah if you're playing the uh exterminatus mission you're playing to see how long to the table kills everyone Pretty much, yes. And <laughs> or even like, once they release 30K and, like, right off the bat, like, the first page is like, you will lose 80%. <laughs> win or lose, you will lose 80% of your forces. No, win, you lose 80% yeah. of your forces. Lose, you don't have any forces left. Yeah, you might have true. a model. Yeah. To which and I read that as like, hmm, cool, I'm going to have just like I played 40K. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Because as far as, like, apocalypse size games, um, I can speak from experience with myself and Nathan, is when we played those size games, is they do sometimes take a while. Depending on how the dice are behaving. But only the first two turns. Only the first two turns. After <laughs> right. that, because like, by then everything should be dead. At that point, you got a skirmish force. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it can go from. It will go very quickly from this very large pitch battle to. Especially about halfway through the game, maybe after two, turn two, halfway to thir- through turn three, it's basically a sec- second game. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, depending on where the Warhound was when it blew up. <laughs> if it was in my opponent's army, it's nice. If it was in my army, still. Ugh. I had first heard of Apocalypse back in, I want to say it was 3rd edition, and I was like, well, what are you, what exactly are you doing? And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we had to basically move the couch, and they basically <laughs> cleared a space, and I'm like, what? And he basically, sh- he showed, they, you know, before there were cell phones, kids, you actually had to take pictures with cameras or Polaroids, <laughs> so that way you could share these pictures with people instead of having to have them developed. And by sharing, actually take it to, their, to them. And actually show them, show them this little square, 3 by 3 square of film. Well, yeah, he was like, yeah, we cleared off this the floor, and there's a scout titan, there was this titan. I was just like, how long did it play? Oh, it took three hours just to get one half of turn one done. I'm like, are you kidding me? No! why Again, why would you do that to yourself? And then it's like, 
it, it reminds me of people like playing Axis and Allies. You know, you, I you love Axis and Allies. It's a great game, but it's one of those things like if you have again, like you were saying, if you have the right of people, mm-hmm. it'll go quickly. Yep. If you don't, even if it doesn't go quickly. You at least have the right group that keeps your mentality up, keeps you right. like. And then you put the game off to the fun. side, and you're yeah. like, nobody touches it. If you have cats, you might as well just put the game away. <laughs> but if you don't, you can go. Okay, this table is now off limits. No one touches this table. But Anyone goes it's the dinner table. Well, too bad. We're adults. We can eat in the couch. You know. <laughs> it's the dinner table. Dinner table's for winners. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you want to eat dinner? Win the war. That's right. Exactly. Always be closing, baby. You're not a closer. You're not eating at the dinner table. You're eating with the little kids. Yeah. <laughs> We're going out to dinner tonight. But I made dinner too damn bad. Yeah. Put it in the refrigerator. That's We're right. going out for dinner. <laughs> so what? Uh, what's your thoughts on the current edition of 40 as far as small, fast-paced games go? I dig it. I really dig it. I've only had, uh, like I, I, was, I was saying earlier, I had maybe like a half a game. I had one, played one full game and about half of another because we didn't have time to finish it. Yeah. Um. I really enjoy the speed at which things move now. I like that even foot-slogging armies can get across the table relatively quickly mm-hmm. with the with the varied movement. Um, combat seems to go much quicker, and as much as a lot of people complained about the flat, uh, how to hit with weapon skill and how to hit with b- ballistic skill, I don't I don't really see it as much of a big difference. It's still like yeah. we already knew back, you know. If I'm weapon skill four and you're weapon skill four, I'm hitting you on fours. If you're higher than me, I'm hitting you on five. We already had that just because it's printed differently on the page. I yeah. don't know why people complain that much. <laughs> I actually I'm think very it's glad, much yeah. better now because, I mean, even then, you still had to remember. I mean, yes, it, to a point, you're like, it's still five, it's still six, depending on, but you had to remember the number associated with it. True, now yeah. it's just like, okay, let's see. You're five, I'm four. You're higher than me, but not double. Fives. Right. Yeah. Right, and it, yep. it, to me, it moves. It moves much smoother. Um, yes, mistakes are still made. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm, I can't assume that anyone is a genius and just, you know, photographic memory. I know exactly what needs to be done at every time. Although I'm sure we have, people <laughs> that have you know, as you were saying before, people that you have that play with that play that way. It's just like no, I, I am more than willing to make mistakes on a game because to me, that's what helps makes the game much more yeah. fun to actually learn it with someone and that and that's what made it nice that it got revamped everyone's back to square one in your first like four to five games you're going to make mistakes you're going right. to you know even between nate and i we played a game and then like the next like three or four days we saw each other to get together to play a new game and it's like oh yeah by the way you know i charged you or i overwatched i wasn't supposed to <laughs> right and i had overwatch and i so, bet you by your second game you remembered it and it just mm-hmm. made the, it made that turn go even quicker yeah so i was just like yeah i i i i am really i am liking it um i am a little nervous about the whole power creep because i've i've seen the the new space marine codex and ultramarines are ultramarines are the bomb i'm sorry ultramarines they, are right now they are because everybody else has just got an index mm-hmm. i understand in a vacuum it's hard to compare, but with them being the first ones to get something. Yeah. I mean, and even if you look at the chap, even if you look at the chapter tactics that they've released, I mean, the Raven Guard, the uh, White Scars, White Scars, Salamanders, 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 Salamanders are good too. Uh, Imperial Fist, Ultramarines, Black Templars, Black Templars. But I mean, of those, the two that like rise to the top, if not three, Salamanders, Raven Guard, and Ultramarines. 
I would actually, I would only disagree slightly on. I would not say Raven Guard. I would actually put Black Templars only. Be, and I think my, I'm thinking I'm a little biased. Not that I play Black Templars. I'm a little biased because Black Templars, from my experience, kind of were always the redheaded stepchild, or at least treated that way with by GW. They were, they they had their own codex at one point. Then they got merged back in. Then they got disappeared. Then they came back. After seeing some battle reports online with Black Templars, they are they are awesome. And I don't mean just mean, you know, the players might have had really kick ass dice rolls. But just the the like the Emperor's champion is just the mad, like be all end all of character killers. I'd be afraid of that that guy getting close to anybody. Marine, um Eldar, whatever. But yeah. that's the way it should be. Right. That's the right. way he should be. The, the 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 I think the game very much reflects the fluff. And I yeah. appreciate. I understood that you know, I felt bad because my friend's a chaos player. I felt really bad that he'd waited so long. <laughs> his biggest complaint was like, his biggest complaint was a, I don't have drop pods. I had to go to Forge World for drop pods. You're chaos. You're not Space Marines. You can't have everything that Space Marines have. But we were we were part of the first founding too. Blah blah blah. I don't care. It's just it's different. Get over it. We don't have drop pods. Just um, take the plastic ones, make them spiky, say they're dry claws. Exactly. Done. You know, we don't. They didn't have the equivalent of chapter tactics. There was nothing that made Chaosy feel fluffy until that Trader Legion book came out. And then what happens? Three months later, <laughs> we have a brand new edition, and it's just like I read through it. I'm like, dude, you're losing a lot of your flavor. <laughs> but don't forget, so are all the Space Marines. Yep. But they're still bloating. It's like. Yes, I understand, but settle the hell down. There will be new books that will bring you your flavor back. Uh, I didn't need character tactics. I had cultists. <laughs> and I would say that's the problem. And that was, I think that was one of the problems GW's made. I liked Chaos Space Marines because they were Chaos Space Marines. Everyone went, I'm going to have just all berserkers. I'm going to go nothing but. It's like, now you're going hyper elite. You're going to have like very few uh, models on the board. Cultists. But if you bring cultists, then you're not playing chaos. You're playing cultists because they're so dirt cheap. It's like, just make, why can't you just make the regular chaos marines as cheap as the other marines? You know, come on, GW, work with me here. That way my friend doesn't have to bitch at me every time we play and I kill off a whole squad of his guys because I had a, a, a you know, my, uh, my fire warriors unleashed a, a hail of fire. You know, I'm sorry, I got better gun line than your cultists. You know, we're... We got better guns. Sorry, we got long range. We're better guns. We're better. You know, sorry. I like how the take home from this is GW make Chaos Space Marines better just so I don't have to hear about it from my friend. That's anymore. right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of hearing the complaints. Like, it's, like you're not even, that's not even like, oh, I want it to be that way because they'd be cool that way. Just, I'm just sick of hearing it from other yeah, people. Yeah, actually, for a while, I felt that way before the new edition and even before they released like the Traitor Legion books and the Angels of Death books. I felt that way for a little while with um space marines is you know you got tau coming out you've got every everything started getting stronger and everything was geared towards killing space marines yes which i mean you i understand it by lore understand it on the table they were strong still are and still are but yeah i mean you had to balance things out right but after a while they didn't feel that strong because everything no. was killing them yep. yeah these are supposed to be the shock troops of the imperium and the only shocking up. thing about them is how quickly they die to a fuselage of fire. <laughs> yeah, yep. but then you read in these books, ten of them show up and stomp faces, and then, you know, right. nine of them die and in the And it process. didn't happen. I mean, I didn't... Yeah. Well, no, I bitch. I always bitch. Well, I have to bitch or I explode. 
But I mean, it was. The, but that's the fun part. Like playing yeah, up against Nathan. It's like okay, cool. My 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 chapter master is going up against your you know chaos lord, and with gifts of mutation and all these extra little perks, it's like, I get ruffle stomped, and it's like, well fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is my chapter master. This, yeah. This I is sucked tons of points into this dude, and you ruffle stomped him with. I have the same invulnerable save you do, and yet. <laughs> You know, yeah. what, what can I possibly... I can't... There's nothing I can possibly do. But it. But That's it's... why I was very upset about the new, all the Space Wolf flavor going away, because with my old Space Wolf relics <laughs> that I could slap onto him, he actually felt like a proper chapter master compared to the Bare Bones Vanilla Marines chapter master. Just like, he actually stood a chance against these big, scary, tough things. Like, he's actually supposed to. Whereas I could throw an equivalent with some relics from just Codex Space Marines, just like, I, I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead. It's like, cool, I put some wounds on, but ultimately smush. Yeah. He'll, he'll do decently against other characters besides the warlord. Yeah, he'll do. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, he'll, he'll eat sergeants alive. But as soon as sergeants. Yes. Yeah, but that's why I liked about the space wolf relics. Yeah, I had to pay out the nose for it. If I gave him a thunderwolf, he brought him up to three hundred points for just one model. Otherwise, it's two fifty or two two fifty five. If I wanted to give him melta bombs, but that's what I liked about all those relics. It just made the wolf lord feel like the character, the t- like larger than life space marine hero that he was meant to be. So, like, when all that went away, it's just like, well... And I was kind of proven right. This is the one little bit that I did have a wrinkle with, Brad, and Nathan, when I played that game with Nathan, is that put the now Wolfguard battle leader down with just a Frost Axe, and he just whiff, whiff, whiff against a stationary thing. What was that <laughs> thing, Nathan? Uh, Sporcist. Yeah. Whereas before, my Wolf Lord of Doom would have just eaten it alive. Just whiff, whiff. Turns out, yeah, going against that was the right call because it was going because he was going towards other things that were just been like, "Hey, you're cute, clown." <laughs> mm-hmm. That's but, the one wrinkle I have. But I will say, with the new edition, though, yeah, they are doing a very good job of making things fluffy, especially looking at the new codex. Yes, like I'm going to Hydra effect here again and do a Primaris <laughs> chapter. And I want to run them as the Ultramarines, because after looking at the chapter tactics, even though I'm, like, a staunch, loyal, blood angel and imperial fist. Are you, though, Mr. Plague Marine? I'm talking loyal side. (laughs) I can have multiple loyalties. But, I mean, as much as I like the imperial fist, it's like, okay, cool, I get to negate cover. I think it's more tactically flexible to be like, you know what? I'm going to break out of this combat and shoot you in the face. Yeah. At minus one ballistic skill. Woo! Yeah. I'm hitting you on fours now. Oh, no. Or, I got if, it's those Primus, or if it's Primus, oh, I'm hitting you on threes. Yes. Oh, my bad. Yeah. You know, and even like the Raven Guard, the fact that if you're more than 12 inches away, you have to, you know. You're John Cena, two. you can't see me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. You know, you have to, what is it, add, add one or subtract one from your hits. You know, it's like, um. Cool. That, that's that's fluffy. I love it. Right. Fluffy is great. <laughs> Until that... you shoot him turn one, and then he makes all of his... <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm missing something here. When we kill Fluffy and Mr. Cuddles, oh, or yeah, immobilize yeah. him in the first turn, that's right. and then hey, he they can can't never... immobilize anymore. Yeah, no. so... He... Well, Nathan... back then. So, my, my mother feeds, I named them after a cat, so I got Fluffy, Mr. Cuddles, Mittens, nice. Sir Hugs a lot. Yep. And, um... They like to immobilize them because they have. I no like guns. to immobilize them. I did it first. It was really makes fun. sense. Yeah. So, turn one, they don't kill them. 
They just immobilize them. Right. Well, the that's now, the now best way. Deal with but, it. And, and then they make every invulnerable save, get all their wounds back, and will not die. <laughs> and that started, that really truly started, that one game you and I played, Nathan, when I had the Stormtown that blitzed past your line, and because he's got the 360 view with the assault cannon, shot, what was it, Fluffy? Yeah. In the ass, and immobilized him before he could get out of your deployment zone. Before you, he could get out of where you deployed him. And, pink, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Ouch. And he stayed there for the rest of the game. Yeah. All six But turns. now they can't get immobilized. Yes. No, now, but, but and now then, they have and pistols. It, <laughs> and, the, and the funny part is, it just became a running thing that whenever we get together and play, it's like, Fluffy, we, would, pink. we would immobilize them. I mean, it's just natural. You're like, that thing's scary. I'm going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And, hey, I immobilized you. I am not putting any fire towards that piece <laughs> of shit the rest of the game. <laughs> My secondary mental objective has been completed. <laughs> exactly. Has, has well, especially if it's a game. Like, especially if it's, you know, a game type where it's like you get points for immobilized vehicles. Just for immobilized. Cool. I just got a victory point later on down the line. First turn. Yeah. Or if I was doing Gimme Kid Accord. Cool. I neutralize it without giving you blood tithe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's very true. I'm so <laughs> glad we're in New Edition because you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm so sick there of killing your six of one bloodthirster. Anymore now. There isn't no, a Demon there's King. No, there. There's currently no Demon King. And there was nothing that was more sad than when, like, you struggled to bring down the bloodthirster or you were like in oh shit mode as the game started because there's the bloodthirster and you're like i gotta kill it now so it doesn't wreck face in close combat you kill it and you're like oh thank god that bastard's gone i'm using all my blood ties to bring the bloodthirster back you son of a bitch (laughs) and his brother yeah and his brother and his brother. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And here's the thing, Ethan, is you did that to me once, and I actually managed to win that game, yeah. but I wasn't fucking happy about nope. it. <laughs> I-, I can make sure you have a victory who hates. Yeah, I'm not fucking happy about that. I had to do and the thing is, the game I won, I actually needed a Primark to do it. Yeah. Or was that a different one? Uh, you did it once with the Arjax Shield Wall. That's right. They killed like three of my one bloodthirsters. <laughs> By himself? Or did he have a group the of guys? Wall. The shield wall. Yeah, so the group of shield walls. So um, every time they made an invul save, oh, that's right. and they'd it, get it, to like hit them with the Thunderhammers? Yes. Okay, I remember that now. Yes. Yeah, and it, and just killing the first one cost Ar- it cost me Arjak and two of the shield wall. Yeah. It's just like... Mm, and yeah. then the other one came up. And it's like, mm, right. Because I won a challenge, killed a character, and lost a, and, uh, lost a model. Yeah. And then yeah. you know, I, the, and the rest of the guys well, did their job. I started running just a shitload of eight mask squads of cultists. Of course, you shoot them, they die. I get a blood tithe. They charge you. I lose a challenge. I lose a squad. I get two blood tithes. Yes. And isn't the and wasn't the uh, the sergeant equivalent was technically a character though, yeah, yeah. wasn't he? So if he dies, oh, no, because he wasn't a unit by himself. So an independent character because they were a unit by themselves was a blood tithe. Okay. And they lose a cha- and they lose a challenge. If we we're both initiative of one, cool. I killed your. I want to. I killed someone on challenge. Killed a unit, lost a unit, and, lo- and I lost someone in challenge. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway that... to a bloodthirster already. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but the scions, the scions worked very well oh, against yeah. that list. Yeah, four flyers and a knight against a bunch of infantry and morphines. Yeah, I can see that. But even when even when the bloodthirster would come out, he'd summon Blood, it and be like... Bloodthirsters aren't good against t- uh, knights. No. Really? Oh, on the previous edition, because they're a strength six, they can only hurt the knight on the turn they charge when they're strength seven because those front are 13. Yeah. So that made it fun that, to take out okay. Or they mm-hmm. had to smash during one attack at strength ten. Or you just drop a ten man squad with hell the the hell las guns the yeah hotshot las guns hotshot las guns. It's like, hey AP three. Yeah. Now <laughs> you just got to make what your five up invulnerable save. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. I got all these hits coming at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, asking Nathan to make a five up invulnerable save is not asking a whole lot. <laughs> the, the worse the save, but the better my odds. Nice. Yep. My turbines have a sixty percent fail rate on two up saves. 
My cultists have a six success rate on six up saves. My terminators have a hundred percent death rate because I can never ever roll more than a one. <laughs> All my that's the one thing I, I hate. I I roll ones every time. Or, a, anything but a one. Why did you even say it? Because there it is, right there. He's you know, dead. You know what time you see sixes of leadership checks? <sighs> Yep. That's why I like running all the cultists of Zinch because they have a six up invul save. I can't kill those to save my life. No, no, you can't. Because <laughs> there's nothing I, wish I, can I hit had them that with. kind of luck. I, I wish I did. It'd make my games way more enjoyable. And he's got less. the worst. He's got the dumbest kind of luck though, because he can make those fives and sixes no problem. Sometimes, usually fours are okay. But anytime you get better than that is when things just start Chaos dying in droves. Sorcerer of Zinch with a three up invul save, and he died. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. Sorcerer Every of Zinch, invul save, rerolling ones. Cool, you're gonna thread that needle all day. Yeah. And if it's the re-roll ones, you get twos. Yeah, my demon princess is each cool. Three up armor save, re-rolls ones, four twos. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or three twos charged to call that roll, one of the deep up to kill myself. And this isn't really just a theory. We kind of proved this as far as your four Terminator. games in a row. Not even <laughs> that, but as far as how well you roll different levels of things, it was demonstrably proven with your terminators. Yeah. I shoot them with bolters and stuff like that, die in droves. The second I start hitting them with las guns, anything that makes them take their invul save, I can't kill them to save my life with things that should be killing them. Five up invul save. Yep. All day. Yep. That's okay. So, so I'm glad I don't have storm shields. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a bare bones unit of terminators. Ten man <laughs> terminator squad. Just storm bolters and power fists. Yes. Nice. They were the immortals. Seven games Fucking in a row, bastard. I couldn't kill any of them. I made every invul, every armor. I was dropping D not, weapons on Not him. loaded dice, nothing. Well, the D weapons, it just lucked out. So you normally you play with loaded dice six. is basically what you're telling us. <laughs> there, it was non-loaded, Charlie. Well, why did you tell me that? Because obviously now I'm thinking you're playing with loaded dice normally. Oh, no, I don't. That's like saying, I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> Wait, why did you emphasize? <laughs> why did you emphasize serial here? Only in the mornings for breakfast. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but, I, but that was the funny part, because... If we've told that story to people, the first thing they ask is like, "What are you using loaded dice?" No, it it just, just happens. It happens. They were I was by the terminators all died. Just yeah, not just what, yeah. The first and, and of course because I was just the way I built my blood angels. It was you know the first squad of the first company. They would not die. The they second were, they were sticking with the fluff, sec- <laughs> un, unbeknownst to you. Exactly. Second squad and third squad. I mean, yeah, they take casualties left and right. Yeah, I might finish out of a 10-man squad. I might finish the game with four, but first squad, man, they'd just still be standing proud, all 10, just, <laughs> <laughs> What it was is... D-weapons? <laughs> <laughs> they heard about the Ultramarines' first company and all how they lost their entire first company of Terminators. They're like, bet we can do it better. <laughs> we're we're going to show them how first companies are supposed to behave. We're going to be unkillable. That's right. And, and it was finally game eight when you yeah. finally were able to bring, like... What was one. it, the, bolt, the Ogrens? Yes. Finally took one down in close combat. Was that the Lost and the Damned? Yeah, the Lost and the Damned. So yeah. the, Renegade, the Renegade Guard? Yes. So Heard Chaos Ogrens. Yes, nice. Those things really, and really cool models. I love those models, by the way. Those I have, like, really cool a couple ones. of them. So but between Chaos Cultists and Guardsmen, I've got, like, 300 Guardsmen. Yes. So, I, I was mainly so just, you, like, the... Yeah. the, the, the the Ogren specific, the Forge World Ogren. I should take the Ogren's and cast them up. That's cool. That's cool. Because that's what I can afford. 
Well, the forge. <laughs> it's always about the forging. If you're trying to break the ten best squad of Ogrid. Yeah, you don't go the Forge World route. No. Uh, <laughs> and no, what about lottery winnings? And well, we have to have you post pictures of them now that you've talked about. Yeah, they're them. spiky. I, yeah, they're spiky. Like I looked at those and I'm just like, I'm not touching those because I don't know when my last tetanus shot was. <laughs> so I November two thousand eight. Um, that actually might took be factual. Wire to make them look like they get barware on shields. Their power balls actually have like um. I took pins and had nails drilled through them. Oh, very cool. But if you grab the cool. wrong, you can draw blood. Yes. Okay, I get it. Yes. So they are very spiky. And yes. And they you, you just have to be careful when you pick them up. And grab rules, them by the base. Yes. Rules-wise, they did hit, like, freaking freight trains. Because I think I whittled from, what, a... Ten man squad to, like, a four. Yeah. And four of them hit and just whoosh, there goes my line. I mean, shift two. It's strain. What was it, six? Yeah. And it's, like, attack... D6, or like... Oh, uh, so it was attacks, whatever. D6 base, plus one for additional close combat weapon, plus two for rage, and then, oh yeah, plus D, plus uh, D3 for um, Being rampaging. Them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, yes. you, you can I, get the yes. 12 attacks. That's, yes, that's nice. Per model. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, but the, awesome. the immortal still came through. It was seven. Yeah. <laughs> Always gotta one-up somebody, don't you? I do. <laughs> if it's me, yeah, he does. Yeah. I've got, no, I've got a better okay. one than that, though. He has a current one. I mean, we've only played one game so far, so, so we still that, have to put it to the 20 list. 20-man squad of Your goddamn Gene Steelers. Okay. They, they got a 5-up invul save now. You yes. and your 5-up invul save. It's a 5-up invul save for and me. And just like we said, it's a 5-up invul. Yeah, I lost four. Nice. And that just... was only close combat. Any time I shot at you. Yeah, they did die. Any fucking time <laughs> I shot at you, you made that damn invul save. So stop giving them the invul save. <sighs> That's all they have now, though. Yeah. Well, they got, they got five up armor save. Was it not just? I thought it was all just. Five, I thought it was just a flat five up invulnerable. They have a five up armor save and a five up invulnerable save on the G. So it's like, okay, cool. I get a five up save. Mm, yeah. I see the problem. One now. way or the other, I got a five up save. AP minus what? Cool. Fives. Fives. I see the problem now. So literally, all the fire I put into them to whittle them down, it's just like, it's like, oh, four wounds at minus five. Five up invul. Fives. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Guess all you gotta do now is just debuff them. Yeah. Well, now you just gotta hit me with mortal wounds. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, and I was looking at the Epic Dice Studio page, and you posted um, a picture of lots of ones and twos. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I had a, I was going up against a Sakarn. It had one wound left. Three man squad of battle suits. All they had were plasma and missile pods. That plasma was like, all right, sure, I'm gonna overcharge. Why not? It was like the last turn of the game. Boom. Nothing but ones and twos. Nine dice. <laughs> All I needed was a single three just to get a wound on this thing. Nope. Couldn't do it. That's okay. My tile became a melee force because they couldn't hit the brass of a barn, but they could win melee. <laughs> How does that even happen? My dice hit it when I shoot. Yes. So, any army, if I'm shooting, I do mediocre at best. If I'm in melee, I do wonderful. <sighs> Again, I, w- I wish I had that kind of luck. I had, I've had one good luck so far. I had a... Uh, Tau, the sergeant uh, equivalent, yeah. basically survive two rounds of combat against an orc boy unit that got whittled down from Overwatch. It was just a matter of, okay, great, yeah, you're... Because it was just a slug of chopper. They don't have any yeah. negatives. It's like, okay, great, he's only got a four-up save. He just kept making them. And I'm like, somehow this one guy survived <laughs> never, two rounds. Never, ever precede a dice roll with, I only need this. Yeah. I had a three-man stealth two squad go melee through a guard army. <laughs> 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 and the guards were sweet first, and he got threes. 
And you know something, Charlie? It gets dumber. <laughs> uh, it just and it and I and again, that's one of those. This is one of those positives that I like about the game because it's like, uh-huh. yeah, it's as silly as it sounds that you have a completely shooty army that sucks in close combat. You will have those games where, yeah, fixed bayonets, gentlemen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we have three hundred Jesus coming down on us. They're within charge range. Eh, we don't need to shoot them. Let's take them hand to hand and still somehow win. I, what? I have come to the decision lately that the biggest mistake you can make with 40k is taking it way too seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Because there totally are just agree. so many dumb things that happen that we've. The one of Shield Wall's many company mottos is "dumber things have happened." Hey, what are our uh, what are our benchmarks? Um, the play week before us has killed four hundred five. I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, yeah. we're so playing 30k. 30k. While the mysterious train things is a cinder forest. Okay. His five-man trimmer squad you walk into in it. there, and on a four-plus, it lights on fire. Okay, it lit on fire. Becomes dangerous train checks. Field one, one dies. Whatever. They I spend then spend like turns, three turns, walking through the forest, making all their making all their ch- tests. Get to the other side. My trimmer shoot them with bolters. You're one, making it sound less dumb than it is because it was <laughs> one terminator that you shot. I shoot them with bolters. One dies. They fail the rail check because twenty-five percent casualties. Run to the forest. Triple ones. Oh. You know, it gets tougher because he shot just one Terminator with one Terminator. Yeah. I just got him done stomping that Terminator squad with bolters. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, he rallied and he's like, oh, hey, Terminator. Brap! Kills one. And like, oh, shit, back in the fourth dead. Yep. Oh, my. That's, so that's I terrible. I, I could have played the victory point on that because the table killed them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, with I our, get it. Yeah. With our gates not uncounted for the table to have a score. <laughs> And there's been times, there was one time in particular where the table did win. Uh, so, turn one, I found a virus bomb. Which affects... This the, is also 30 cam, assuming. Yeah, which, okay. yeah. which affects the squad, everything within six inches of that train piece, and then everything within six inches of those units, so far, so until it hits everything in range. Oh, that's cool. I also have my deployment zone. So everything in the six, middle. Everything within six inches of another units. Gutted the army. Oh, <laughs> my God. Moving phase of turn one, two-thirds of my army dead. Yep. Oh, ouch! That just that that hits me right here in the feels, man. Wow. <laughs> cool. Want to reset? Try again. <laughs> the table won that game. Yeah. <laughs> it obviously doesn't want us to play. We need to do something else. <laughs> and then we reset and played, and I played against the full force atlas. So I was like, I like the other result. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to mention our. You might own... not have won, but you didn't lose. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention we've we've on multiple occasions written our own rules and tweaked the old. The old edition to be more, quote-unquote, realistic or more more explodey. Michael okay. Bay editions. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's call it what it is. Michael the Michael Bay, Bay edition. edition. Okay, nice. So nice. Be a, Everything blows up. When a vehicle died, up. regardless of how it died. It blew up. You scattered just a large... Uh, you didn't even roll. You just automatically just blows up. Always blows up. So it's, you scare a large blast 2d6 inches and straight to oh, the that's one. cool. It blows we had up. to nerf like it. That. We had to nerf it because oh. the table won one time. Well, <laughs> he, uh, he drop-fighted like one squad of Marines behind my three three mad talons of dreadnoughts. Use bolters to glance one to death. It goes boom, hits another one. It goes boom, hits another one. It goes boom, hits another one. Oh. And then went down the line of the talons, and then the last one touched off a building. Yeah, which was a larger explosion. And it's like, mm. oh, I would have loved to see. That would just been just like, oh, That cool. was the moment. Uh, although my favorite one was uh, your predator moves up, shoots a dreadnought, kills it, it explodes, kills one of your tanks, which explodes, lands on another one of your dreadnoughts, kills it, <laughs> explodes, lands on, like, your original predator, yep. and it wounds it. My favorite one, though, of all those, is when you s- use your knight to stomp <laughs> a rhino that was empty, stomped it, and then put, like, 
took away half your own wounds in the ensuing explosion. <laughs> oh, ouch. And because of the size of it, and he stepped on the front of it, I was like, you literally just did the thing all the skater kids do where they step on their on their skateboard and just hits them in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorites was when you and I teamed up against Crash and his towel. Oh, yeah. Which when... was the first time one of our buddies, we introduced him to our rules. He's like, cool, I'll play your rules. Let's do this. I had three Vindicators next to each other to uh-huh. get that nice big boom. Yes. He's got his, you know, John, John's John got his... I got some dreadnoughts behind you, right? No, it was your uh, rhinos. That's right. A rhino and a razorback. And he's coming right by them to, you know, bypass my Vindicator so he could get close and punch the towel in the face. Okay. Well, the Riptide fires and blows up a Vindicator. Which then blows up the next Vindicator. <laughs> which then blows up a rhino. Which then hurts the next Vindicator, but the blast was close enough to... To blow up the Razorback. Which then hurt, hurt the, the Rhino. <laughs> and also killed half, half the squad inside the Razorback. Oh, yeah. So literally... That's only three guys. They're cheap compared to a whole freaking you know, Vindicator. Yeah, so literally we lost <laughs> Most of our battle line, the center line. We lost the center line, but it was, it was uh, points-wise, half of our army in one resulting explosion. And our buddy just looked at us and goes... This like, is he, awesome. Oh no, he felt bad. He's like, I feel horrible, but your own rules you wrote. <laughs> He's like, your own rules royally fuck you. I am sorry. And we're I like, like this game. And we're like, yeah. yeah. We also attempted to weaponize drop pods. Cause you know when you drop drop pods in, you know they'll just like if they land on an enemy unit or whatever, they'll scatter to us one inch away. Oh, okay. So you're going with this then? So it's like cool. After, we after... can just drop it on the enemy unit. And just yeah. And if it's under the center, like it's a large you know blast, large if it hits directly. Okay. Six AP four, but if the center hole is strength E. So because you've got this giant. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. You'd yeah. think so. Oh, I totally think <laughs> so. Whenever he drops it on like a spard or Magnus, he rolls a one. <laughs> I so dropped like, it on the, a Spartan the, twice. The drop clunk. Like, but the, one time, but the one time I borrow his to use it, it's like, I'm going to drop it on this squad. Splat! All right! <laughs> yep. I can't even have fun with my own rule set. Man! Well, it's like my last and it was my idea to weaponize the drop pods because I use them so much. It's like, it's okay, well, it's like I also got the idea work. of watching, rewatching the old... Uh, Dawn of War yeah. footage. like Just like the opening, ba- like the opening game. Like the okay. first, the first, uh, the mission, like, it's like, you see the orcs, they're like, oh, and then the drop pods land right in the middle of them. Right. And yes. I'm like, why don't we change this? Yes. <laughs> Turns out it doesn't matter <laughs> if I'm the one doing it. Yes. That's actually one of the reasons why I didn't like the rules. You couldn't charge out of certain things. Mm-hmm. In the last edition, because I was like, but you have a video game that says you can! <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense! You have lore that says you can. Or even realistically, the military. Yeah. You have an APC. It drops. You run out of the goddamn right. thing! You don't walk. You don't walk. And you you're don't not, skip. And you're not going to walk and just stop and go, what's going on? And then get shot hey, at. What's going on here, guys? <laughs> and you're so pissed for being crammed with that damn APC for so long. You that you want to make someone else suffer. Because <laughs> yeah. Jimmy's been farting in it the whole time. <laughs> and it smells like ass. And you're like, no, get us out of here. I'd take gunfire before I have to sit through this for another 15 minutes. Come on. The chemical weapons are banned. Yes. <laughs> Whereas if it was me in the APC, the doors didn't open because the driver told them to. It's because I blew them off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess we're getting out now. (laughs) But we're nine miles from our objective. Too damn bad. (laughs) We're hoofing it. 
<laughs> the Wolf Lord just blew a hole in the back of the NPC. <laughs> Exhaust port, motherfucker. <laughs> but we did have to nerf those Michael Bay rules um, after like a year of just going sideways. <laughs> Too many table wins. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was just a flat rate, everything strength 10 AP, one or two. Now, then we nerfed it down to, okay, it's like based on vehicle type. So it's like strength Bigger seven. vehicle, stronger explosion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And larger radius. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, that makes sense. It, right. it, it worked really well. Yeah. We need to figure out a way to translate that to... Uh, so every vehicle can explode on a six. Yeah. So we just make like a four plus. Yeah. Because it explodes those mortal wounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So if you just make it on a four plus instead of a six, also, or you just but make would you do it? Like, would you do the same thing that you'd have? Say like if a rhino exploded, it'd be like D three mortal wounds. Oh, where if a land raider exploded, it'd be a D six mortal. Well, wounds. they already have that in place though. Because mm-hmm. rules. Really? A, a rhino yeah, depending on, a six on and explodes, depending it's like on the one size of the wound, vehicle. Where a uh, land raider is like D six. I didn't realize that. And a like 2d6 for every unit within like X inches of the freaking thing. Nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 If, you have, right now, if you have a warlord and it goes off, the entire table disappears. <laughs> uh, I think it's like everything with like 46 inches of it. Yeah. Takes 2d6 mortal wounds. Yeah. It, wow. But you have to kill and then roll six. Yeah. Yep. Which... So it's not going to happen that often, but still, the fact that oh, it's no. like... Every time you kill a knight, it's he's roll six. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, based on your dice rolls. <laughs> or, you know, Nathan, I've got a way I could just guarantee I get a six. If we're playing 30k. Yeah. That... We also agreed not to use those relics anymore. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> we well... agreed not to use it on the Moritat. <laughs> You've let me use them since. Just... I, the, I, have, I have a cap on the amount of tax I can dish out. The one relic in 30k makes it so that every dice you roll for that turn for that character is a 6. Now, there's oh, a downside. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 when no, the turn's it, over, that character then takes a toughness test for every wound it has remaining, and any fails, it takes that wound, no saves of any kind allowed. So he could kill himself. What do you do? Um, but more, still, once come per, on, once, per, just... once per game, more chats can just keep shooting until they miss. What are those? Uh, Morch has one of the character types. He's got two pistols. Just keeps shooting. Off okay. Them. Okay. But Essentially, keep, a, a gunslinger sh- in the in the legion. Okay. But if you keep shooting until you miss, and you always roll sixes. Yeah, I I did that. <laughs> That's just stupid. So Terminator squad gone, along with two characters, <sighs> one of which was your uh, warlord. Yeah. That was like that was like six hundred Chap- points. Yeah. Like, yeah, Praetor chaplain and what was it? Ten just Aaron. Yep. Just whoosh gone. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing he until like, it I happened. Like, I just removed it. I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, you can't miss. And I was like, oh. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Little infinity symbol comes up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Worst part and is the like... the best part is we talked about it at lunch before the game even happened. And it was like, huh, that sounds interesting. And then it happens. And you're just like, you fucker! <laughs> <laughs> Did your guy survive with the toughness test? or was I he... think he actually survived with one wound left. Yeah, and then we got to think about it like, that's pretty broken, but I'll go ahead and break it even more. All right, so, more time with a plasma pistol, because another relic that lets you teleport anywhere on the battlefield. If you have clear line okay, of sight so, to it. So you teleport right behind a reaver, because the plasma pistol can hurt the back armor of a reaver. Okay. You activate the other relic, cool. I'm going to keep shooting you until you blow up, and then I'm going to roll six, which means you go super big, which was like was like 66-inch explosion, so which are all sixes. So everything with the 36 takes a strength D hits, which you're going to roll 6 for, which means they take 12, a D6 plus 6 wounds, which is 12. No save that kind of loud. So everything is dead, except for, like, the little pockets. Yep. Oh, my God. 
I'm so glad I don't play that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just ugly. Yes, and as we've said before when we tell this story, I did later look at these relics. I was like, oh, these are ones you're supposed to find in a campaign for much smaller games. Oops. <laughs> but Battlescribe said I could use them, so I used them. <laughs> Battlescribe is wonderful and helpful. I like Codex is better. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah. And like I said, you did you have let me use that six relic since yeah. then on not the more attack. Yes, because <laughs> you'll take six of what's the instant death things, but just six of them, because that's how many attacks that character gets. It's not an infinite chain. That makes sense. That makes you just, sense. He won't that's let me. That's that's that turn, you don't right bother there. doing Overwatch or swinging back because he's going to make all the saves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, uh, yeah, that's a dirty little relic. That's yeah, that's nasty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you have Horus, so. Well, you'd have two Primarchs if you built them. I technically have them, but you just haven't <laughs> built them. You've got Aggron and now. Because you've had Aggron for like two years longer than I've I had Aggron since basically he came out. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah. They're right there. Yeah. Right on the shelf. And uh, now you got really good rust now. Yep. And they're still boxed up in pieces, not even. Have you down. seen my backlog? Christ, even though I'm not using Perturabo, Perturabo's built and painted! <laughs> Almost fully painted. I got one arm left. Yeah. In my defense, I'm just scared to paint Russ because I don't want to fuck him up. I'll paint him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've seen you've got you've got one painted. Yes, I do. It looks good. He was he was a Christmas gift for my wife. She nice. was just like, yes, you like space walls, right? Yeah. Oh, she's getting me something for space walls. Christmas comes. Oh, you got me. The, I, oh, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. He was he was assembled and painted right quick. He was yeah he was. In my defense, you don't I'm one. really, really good at taking off shrink wrap. <laughs> <laughs> you need your shrink wrap taken off? Come see John. Yep. Go. I'll do it for free. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one will pay for that shit. <laughs> sure someone out there might. No, I don't no. think so. I'm so good at it. I was, you know, I listened to the Joker and Batman, uh, you know, the Dark Knight. He said, if you're good at something, don't Never do it for free. <laughs> I could take your cellophane off for a nickel a time. Let's go. You know, if Shiro ever gets a booth at Adepticon, I, I have a feeling that in the future, people are going to be bringing me boxes of stuff to make me take the shrink wrap off. <laughs> I just got this at the booth next to you. Take it off for me, please. Just, uh, Do an unboxing right here, right now. <laughs> or, like, like, hey, yeah, and they'll come up with like, a fistful of shrink wrap. Sign this. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is, I started that joke. Yeah, you did. Just a one-off in a podcast like six months ago. And it's just, yep. And we won't let it die. No. Because no. it's true. <laughs> you can't let it die if it's true. Yeah. Nope. That's where you get stereotypes from. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we are running a bit long. So before we go, I got one last question for you. Where can our listeners find you online and contact you for commission work? Uh, you can contact me at epicdicestudio at gmail.com. And you can find me on Facebook at Facebook slash epicdicestudio. Nice. So, Epic Die, D-I-E. D-I-E, yes. Okay, cool. Well, as always, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, Charlie, thank you for joining us. Thank and you for having me. wherever you're listening to us, be it uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever, don't forget to subscribe so you get all this insanity when it goes out live, rather than relying on me to put up the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, check us out on Facebook and Instagram for your usual feed of equal amounts of insanity, I guess. And like Charlie just said, check him out on his page on Facebook, Epic Die Studio. But until next time, we will catch you guys later. Bye.